New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Well, what is going on, friends? Hopefully you are doing well today and you are excited about things to come. Thank you for walking with us today in Scripture as we begin a new journey through the book of Proverbs, which is going to be really cool because on Sundays and Thursdays, um, the messages will all be rooted out of the book of Proverbs, which is known as the book of wisdom. And so I get to start the day and start this journey off with you guys in Proverbs. I will be reading Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through 19. And for those who I do not know and I haven't had the privilege of meeting yet, my name is Nick and I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision. And if you are new to kind of our navigation of scripture and how we do these podcasts, I'm going to read the passage in its entirety. Then I'm going to pluck out some truths that we can apply today because wisdom is really taking the word of God and applying it to our everyday lives. And so we get to do that today. And so I'll be reading out of the CSB version. It's just a version I read in my my time when I'm reading God's Word, and uh, I have a Tony Evans study Bible, and if you know anything about me, you know that I love me some Tony Evans. And so let's begin this journey together. It says this in Proverbs chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, for learning wisdom and discipline, for understanding insightful sayings, for receiving prudent instruction in righteousness, justice, and integrity, for teaching shrewdness to inexperience, knowledge and discretion to a young man. Let a wise person listen and increase learning, and let a discerning person abstain guidance, obtain guidance. For understanding a proverb or a parable, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and discipline. Listen, my son, to your father's instructions and don't reject your mother's teachings. Verse 9. For they will be a garland of favor on your head and pendants around your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, don't be persuaded. If they say, come with us, let us set an ambush and kill someone. Let's attack some innocent person just for fun. Let's swallow them alive like Sheol, who like those who go down to the pit. We'll find all kinds of valuable property and fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lots with us and we'll all share the loot. My son... Don't travel that road with them or set foot on their path because their feet run towards evil and they hurry to shed blood. It is useless to spread a net where any bird can see it, but they set an ambush to kill themselves. They attack their own lives. Such are the paths of all who make profit dishonestly. It takes the life of those who receive it. Okay, there is a lot there, a lot of wisdom in those first few passages. Um, and really, like, let's start the journey by saying this in that first verse, um, as, you know, King Solomon is writing these proverbs to his nation, to his people, and, and eventually to us, um, we see that this is the way 
of the kingdom. Uh, Solomon is establishing the way that we can best walk in wisdom in the kingdom of a chosen people. And for us, we are in the kingdom of God. And so here we are. This is this is the way of royalty, as you could think of it. This is the way of kings. This is the way of the king. And as we walk in wisdom, we really are aligning our lives with the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And then he goes through verses two through six. And what we see is really God's perspective on wisdom and God's way of doing it. And really, we get some functional application of how to walk out wisdom, let a wise person listen and increase in learning. That's verse five. It's just here are some ways where we can apply the wisdom and the knowledge of God in our everyday lives. Because here's the deal. If we are just hearers of the word, but not doers of the word, then what is the point? We have been called to be wise. As we look at our king and look at how our king has lived, we are called to go and do likewise. That is the application of wisdom. And then we come to verse number seven. It says this, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and discipline. Well, first off, like for knowledge to begin with the fear of the Lord, that means that as we know, the better we know God and we take him seriously, that is wisdom. Knowing that God is all powerful, all knowing leads us to wisdom. And this fear is this healthy awe. And, and it is fear. It's this, hey, I know how big you are. I know how wise you are. I know how your love engulfs anything. And I'm aware of that. And so I'm going to live my life in a posture that is reflecting who you are. Here's the truth about fools is that fools are a self-centered people who live without regard to wisdom and moral values. A fool rejects God's perspective and substitutes his own. That's why we're going through this series called Fool Proof, because we don't want you or myself or anybody to live a life that is kind of marked by being a fool. But we want to make our lives foolproof, and the way we do that is we align our lives in the wisdom that's rooted in God's Word, and we apply God's Word to our everyday lives. That is the beginning of making our lives foolproof. And you'll see verses 8 through 9. Here's how the instruction of wisdom begins. Here's how wisdom starts, and you see that there is this parental kind of view, hey, Listen to your parents. And I know not all of us have parents that are rooted in God and that love the Lord and have allowed him to love them. But what it is saying is that parents have been placed there by God to really guide us and lead us. Me as a parent, my goal is not to make my kids miserable, despite what they may believe from time to time. My goal is to point them towards what is best. And the reason I, the way I find out what is best is I follow the Lord and I try to sit and listen to him and I'm discerning and I try to take what I'm learning from him and give that to my kids so that they can better navigate. And that's really what my parents try to do. My parents weren't trying to necessarily make me miserable. They were trying to guide me in a way that would lead to what is best. And so we see this kind of posture and this rhythm of instruction 
And then we get to verses 10 through 16, and we kind of see how sinners will try to engage and entice you, how temptation is there. And really, we have been called to avoid those pitfalls, those potholes, and that temptation. And so it's like, hey, don't even go near it. Don't even, don't even walk in that because their ways, sin will always lead you to a place that you did not want to go. Another way of saying this is sin always costs you more than you ever want to pay. Another way to think about it is sin always overpromises and underdelivers. And if you've lived in this life any amount of time, you will see that that is true, that sin always overpromises and always under delivers. And if you're anything like me, I still sometimes walk the way of sin because I think it's going to yield something that I really wanted to yield, but it always ends up costing me way more. So what does that have to do with us today? As we have read Proverbs 1 verses 1 through 19, like what do we do with this today? I think one of the first things as I think about this is as I know the Lord, it will help me better chase after wisdom. As I see his character, as I see who he is, I can better recognize wisdom and walk in it. And one of the ways I get to see a glimpse of God is, of course, through his word. But really, as I look at Jesus, I get a true reflection of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so maybe you've never really taken an honest look at the king and you really don't know what he looks like. I always, in just the rhythm of my life, always read John. And I'll read it probably every two to three months again, just reading John, because it just gives me an accurate view of really who Jesus is. And the better I see Jesus, the better I see the king, the better I see the king, the more I love the king, the more I love the king, the more I walk in his ways and reflect his kingdom. And so... Today, we get the opportunity to know the Lord and that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. To know him fully allows us to really know wisdom. Um, and the way we know him is in relationship with him, walking in his ways, getting to know him and getting to know his character so that we can better reflect his character. So today, my prayer for you and for us is that we will choose to be rooted in wisdom and walk in the ways of the kingdom and best reflect the king. And I pray that today as you walk, that you will remember that you do have a king who goes before you. You have a king in your midst. You have a king who has your back and a king who desires relationship with you and a king who is not trying to keep something from us, but has something for us. And so maybe today is the day where we choose to walk in his ways and not our own, because we've learned that walking in our own ways sometimes does not lead us to the best place. And so know this, we at New Vision are for you and we love you. We pray that you will continue to walk with us on this journey through the book of Proverbs. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.